Diverse is brought to you by SWE Advance, supporting the recruitment, retention, and advancement of women in engineering through career resources, professional development, and one-to-one networking opportunities. I'm Penny Worsing, the FY19 president of the Society of Women Engineers, and this is SWE's Diverse podcast series. Please remember to add this podcast to your iTunes and like or follow us on social media. Visit SWE.org for more details. Joining me now is a recipient of SWE's Global Leadership Award, Liz Rooch. She's the Director of Worldwide Sales Services and Support for Keysight Technologies EDA, or Electronic Design Automation, team. She's based in Santa Rosa, California. Thanks for joining us, Liz. Thanks, Penny. Happy to be here. Liz, you have a bachelor's degree from Rutgers University and an MBA from the executive program at Boston University. Tell us about your educational background and career path. Yeah, so always had a love for science, but knew that I wanted to couple that with business. So I started my career uh, in technical sales for about 10 years and then uh, wanted to move to more of a business unit focus in order to take on some roles in product planning and product marketing, where we work very closely with R&D to determine uh, what projects we should be working on for our customers. So it's been a nice blend of uh, both, uh, I'd say, technical and business over the course of my 24 years so far. Great. Well, so so I understand your father was a chemist. Do you think it's essential for girls to have role models in engineering and the sciences? I'd say absolutely. Uh, in my case, when I was in high school, I had a strong passion for both math and physics, uh, but I didn't necessarily know what careers were available. So uh, my dad was the one that actually suggested uh, electrical engineering as he felt I'd make more money in engineering than, uh, say, necessarily the pure sciences and potentially have some more opportunities. So if it wasn't for him, I I can't necessarily say that I'd uh, even know what an electrical engineer uh, was or what career opportunities would be available to me. So I'm I'm thankful for that guidance. It sounds like he was a very, uh, very great role model for you. Um, So your career has taken you all over the world. Uh, What What have you learned during your time managing employees globally and working with customers globally? Yeah, so great question. I've um, had the opportunity over the past 14 years or so to manage employees uh, directly reporting to me in over 14 different countries. Um, I was actually in a training class last week in Europe uh, and had 15 countries just from Europe represented in the room in my my greater team today, which was really, really fascinating. so I'd say the the number one thing I've learned is that communication, uh, particularly with each individual culture, is critical. And that comes into play as you're meeting with people face-to-face, as you're meeting with people over the phone, uh, email communication. I mean, all the all channels, learning how to communicate, uh, again, within each each culture that you're operating in, whether it's internally or with customers, is, is really, really key. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, I also understand that you had the opportunity to live and work in China for two years. Why did you want to go to China and, and what did you learn during that experience? Uh, yeah, so I had the, the opportunity to uh, to live and work there during 2013 to 2015, uh, managing a local team. So it was me and uh, 900 locals <laughs> in a building in Beijing for two years. And I went there uh, primarily to develop uh, two things. One was my 
indirect communication skills. Um, I'm originally from Boston, and I think folks from the Northeast have a, a much more direct, known for much more direct communication style. Um, and the second was to just learn more about uh, the culture there, and again, doing business in a key growth area for uh, for our company, for Keysight, and uh, I think in the electronics industry overall. So um, definitely had some tremendous, tremendous learnings while I was there, again, around communication, uh, relationship, uh, business relationship development, and just... Um, managing in an environment that is very um, sensitive to hierarchy and is hierarchy driven and uh, trying to manage that with uh, with a fully local team and management team. So it's really, really a fascinating experience. It sounds like it. So what is your your view of diversity in the workplace and and how does that play out in your international experience? Well, diversity to me is, uh, when I hear the word diversity, it's a critical component in building any successful team. Um, but I think of diversity in terms of a couple different dimensions. Uh, certainly think of gender, think of age, think of experience or difference that people have worked in or different divisions. Um, I try to aim in building teams for diversity of geography representation, right? Not just designing something in the U.S. and deploying it globally. Um diversity of cultural backgrounds, um, experience internal to our company and external to our company, you know, external views are also critical to building, uh, building a diverse team. So it's definitely something I try to be intentional about as, uh, as I'm putting different direct teams and virtual teams together. See, so you recently received the global leadership award from SWE at our national conference in Austin, Texas. Um, what were some of your key reflections on that experience? So yes, it was quite an honor to receive this uh, this award from SWE. Um, you know, an organization I think that's uh, forty thousand members strong and and counting on a global basis. So uh, quite an honor. And I'd say what I didn't anticipate was two things uh, as a result of receiving the award. One was the opportunity at the conference to connect with so many talented leaders, uh, female leaders in industry, um, and some of them customers, right, that I would uh, would be interacting with at very high levels. So it helped connect me and network to many, many folks. Uh, the second is that we had about 70, 75 members from Keysight that attended the conference, and about half of them prior to uh, attending in Austin but uh, the other half uh, that I got to meet with and connect with were a lot of our younger female engineers. And, you know, they really saw me as an inspiration. Um, and I encouraged them that maybe they could, too, uh, get recognized with, with an event, uh, you know, at an event like this with, with, uh, with SWE maybe in the future. So it was interesting to be perceived as an inspiration for, for some of the younger engineers. Hadn't, hadn't thought about it in that, that way before. Well, I'm, I'm sure you are an inspiration to engineers beyond those in Keysight Technologies. And I really like what you say about connecting with others. Um, you know, I've been to a number of sweet conferences and I, I always bring that away that it's just such a, um, it's reinvigorating to me to to uh, really meet up with so many other interesting and, and um, uh, professional women engineers. So, so thank you for sharing that. Um, so what do you think is the key to your success as a leader? Yeah, great, great question. I think uh, if I were to boil it down to two things, it would be uh, a, a significant interest in continual development. Um, one of the things I try to push myself on each year is to have a solid 
uh, development plan for myself, um, including, you know, mentors and, and sponsors and coaches and internal experiences as well as external experiences to help help me grow. Um, and that's something in our company we strongly support, but we, we encourage the employees to own uh, and the managers support that. So I think that's been great. Uh, and the second is, I'd say, in, uh, in success is building diverse teams. So we can't all be good at everything. That's something early in my career. Um, you know, we can harness our strengths and try to improve them. We can uh, take some areas for development and get them to a certain point, but we can't be perfect at everything. So surrounding yourself by good people and, uh, you know, diversity in, in your teams, I think is, is really important to success. Fabulous. Um, so do you have um, advice or what advice do you have for women engineers who want to become leaders? So, yeah, I would say that uh, my main advice for women engineers relates back to some of the things that uh, were related to my success as a leader. So fundamentally, uh, driving your own uh, career plan and associated development plan is really important. Um, no one else is going to do this for you. Uh, this is something that when I had a professional coach uh, several years ago as part of one of our leadership programs, you know, she encouraged me to say, what are the top two or three things you want to put on your resume a year from now? And not to think about it in terms of two or three new jobs that you did over the year, but what were those two or three experiences and associated accomplishments that you had? So I try to go through that, that process for myself on an annual basis, uh, even still today. Uh, related to that, I think it's important to know your learning style. You know, different people learn different ways, could be from books, could be from classes, could be learning by doing on different projects, uh, learning by observing or mentoring. So try to use different mediums and uh, use the mediums that work for you to support your development is really important. Um, you know, along with mentors and sponsors, I, I guess the last thing I'd say is uh, maybe seeking the opportunity to shadow some leaders that you admire. I've done that a few times in my career where I've asked to shadow for two or three days um, leaders in the organization that are a level or two levels above me. Just basically attend meetings with them and and observe right what a typical day is like and what skills they need to exercise. And that's helped illuminate for me uh, a number of areas for development uh, that, that I've put into my plans. So uh, those types of things uh, are free, right? It's just time. It's not like putting somebody through a full MBA program. There's lots of opportunities to, uh, to either shadow or mentor within your own organizations. You just have to raise your hand and ask for it. Interesting. Well, Liz, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Liz Ruch is the Director of Worldwide Sales Services and Support for Keysight Technologies EDA team. For SWE, I'm Penny Worsing. Thanks for listening to this podcast. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to explore additional offerings from SWE Advance at advancedlearning.swe.org.